Welcome to another episode of the Andrew Roman Show. Dude, I am pumped that you are tuning in. I should say dude or dudette. And hey, did you get to uh, listen or watch to the last episode? Honestly, I, ho- I hope you did. If you haven't, go and, go and watch it. It's a very, very special episode. It's a little kind of tribute that I did for my grandpa, my opa. And we talked about just the life lessons that, that I learned from him. You know, that's about discovering new places, meeting new people. Let's see if I remember it. I was discovering new places, meeting new people, uh, hard work pays off, and the last thing is about being proud of your family name, and if obviously if you're not proud of your family name, live in such a way that you can be proud and your kids will be proud. That's, a, just, that's just a little glimpse of what we talked about, but obviously go check it out, go watch the episode, because this is actually going to give a little bit of a background to this episode. So let me tell you a couple a couple other episodes that you can kind of watch in order for you to enjoy and get the most out of today's show um, as possible. So one is one of the first episodes that I ever made was called Your Life, Your Responsibility. Check that out. So that's going to be a good context for this. Um, what else? Oh, a great interview I had with Pastor uh, Roby Rebao about leadership, what what makes great leaders. Check that one out. Pretty good as well. Because today... I'm going to talk to you about how to lead yourself. Okay, you're like, wait a minute. What in the world does that mean? Okay, what I mean is everything is about, usually when you talk about leadership, is about leading other people, right? And how that looks like. And you should be an example and you should enforce people to lead you. You should just kind of look behind you and you have a, a following, whatever, all, all that. It's a great conversation. We've talked about it in, in other episodes. But today, really the topic of of leading yourself deserves a whole episode in itself because y'all got that leading yourself a whole episode in itself dude i'm sorry so fun fact i don't know if this is a fun fact or like a dumb fact about me either way it's it's an interesting fact entertaining is whenever i accidentally rhyme my brain like stops like i'm not kidding you my brain like it cannot proceed like it hears a rhyme so that's why when i said leading yourself deserves a whole episode in itself like my brain just froze right there like er, stop appreciate the rhyme so if i ever do that please excuse me it's just kind of how my brain is wired i'm not a rapper i'm a rapper wannabe uh i i, I don't know if i should say this live but uh watch out t-ray is maybe my rapper name coming up look i'm probably never ever gonna be a rapper but anyways all that to say is if I rhyme and my brain kind of freezes a little bit, it's not because I didn't know what I was going to say. It's because I just have to appreciate the rhyme. So can you just appreciate the rhyme with me? I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And uh, so today we're going to talk about how to lead yourself. I'm going to give you three main points and we're going to get super practical in this because this is one of the areas I'm extremely passionate and I feel like I've been growing in it very recently i'm not gonna say like i've always like led myself great and we're gonna delve a little bit into what that means exactly but i really feel and i'm gonna give you some resources that that makes me feel this way that i've been growing in this area especially lately so first thing that you kind of have to understand in order to lead yourself is about owning things in your life so there's a great book by an author called jocko willing and leaf baby uh, Blaben that wrote a book called Extreme Ownership. I barely talked about it in the episode with Pastor Dravi Rambao, but I want to delve a little bit deeper about that. If you haven't read it, read it. It's amazing. Extreme Ownership. It really, I feel like it whooped my butt when it came to the uh, area of leadership. 
So one of the elements is called, is actually the title of the book, Extreme Ownership. And what this entails is about taking ownership of all the mistakes in your life. Because the moment you take ownership of them is the moment you can actually solve them. Because for some reason right now in our society, we are so good, and maybe it's not just now, but we are so good about blaming everything but us, right? It's, it's the circumstances, it's other people, it's the universe, it's bad luck, whatever it is, is never our fault. But because it's never our fault, we never get to have the responsibility of fixing it, right? And I, I talked about this in, my, in the Your Life, Your Responsibility, and we talked about the power of being an individual responsible for your individual life. So check that out for a little bit more on that topic. But today, when it comes to extreme ownership, I want to challenge you to own your responsibilities in your life. What does that look like? That looks like the, the, how hard you work at your job is, on, is, is up to you. It's not up to your training. It's not up to your boss. It's up to you of what, how excellent the work that you do is. Your health is also up to you. How well you do in school and the grades that you have is also up to you. It's not just blaming the teachers, not blaming. I understand that those are, those are important factors. Don't, don't, don't think I'm disregarding everything in real life situations. Not at all. Like it's actually, it's super important. But what you have to first realize that it, it is up to you how productive you are, how efficient you are, how lazy you are, how much time you waste. That is all up to you. So when I recognized that, when I first read that book, Extreme Ownership, and the whole thing is about owning the, the things that are going wrong in your life, because when you own them, it sucks. Can we be honest? It sucks. It sucks admitting that you've done something wrong, or it also sucks owning a problem that's not technically your fault, but it's in your life. It's in your atmosphere. That's what it's all about. So I'm going to give you an example. Okay. Uh, in my life, when I, when I was thinking about my health, so um, I said, you know what? I want to, I want to exercise a little bit more. And I'm kind of one of people who I'm like, I want to exercise every day, wake up at five in the morning. Am I the only one out there? Hey, if you with me, Come on, give me some love, okay? You one of those extreme people that are like, wake up five in the morning, especially after I, uh, especially after I read the the Jocko Willink book of extreme ownership. Okay, so he's a retired Navy SEAL. Both of those authors are. That's pretty intense. He wakes up at like five in the morning, even earlier. I follow him on on IG, bro. He posts, he makes a post every single morning, looking at his watch. In this morning, I think it was like three forty five a.m. Who the heck is awake at 3.45 a.m.? Apparently, Jocko is. And Jocko's freaking nailing it, okay? So, it's a hey, great inspiration. I tried one time. I was like, five in the morning. I, I tried six. I was like, I can't. I can't. I'm totally asleep. If those who wake up early, like 6 or 5.30, I just want to thank you for your contribution to humanity because you are amazing. You are what's right in this world. As much as I'm jealous of you and you kind of make me feel bad, you are what's right. Keep at it. Keep keep hustling. So extreme ownership. You got to own the disciplines in your life. So that, that's the first part that you have to understand. You can't blame other people because the moment you start blaming other things is the less time and the more time you waste in solving problems in your life. So you want to be a healthier people? Uh, that was not good grammar. You want to be a healthier person? Then guess what? It's up to you how healthy you're going to be. You're going to, you want to be better at your job? It's up to you how, how good you're going to be at your job. You want to be a better follower of Jesus? 
like me, it's not up to God of how good he makes you a follower of him. It is up to you of how much time you're actually going to spend in his word with at church, uh, learning from him, worshiping him, cultivating that relationship. It is up to you. So that's the first thing I want to challenge you in your life, extreme ownership. The second thing, the second point you have to understand in leading yourself, because that's, it's very easy to tell other people what to do. But the question is, will you do it, right? Will you actually look like, look at your personal life. If you want to really know how effective you are, efficient is not by the way that you talk is what you actually do. So look at your personal life. Do you consider yourself a disciplined person? It's just you and me, man. It's just, hey, it's just you and me. Okay. Nobody else is going to know. Do you consider yourself a, a, a pretty responsible person? Pretty disciplined? Like you think, yeah, 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 I'm a disciplined person. I don't waste that much time. I want to challenge you this. If you think you don't waste that much time, go to your iPhone. I don't know if Android has it, but go to your iPhone and go to screen time. Now you always going to see how disciplined you are. Like Instagram, YouTube, 30 hours. Yeah, exactly. But between you and me, you can be you can be real with me. If you're not a disciplined person, that's okay. Because point number two is this. Discipline equals freedom. I'm sorry, what? That's like a paradox. That's a... a juxtaposition Ooh, y'all see my fanciness juxtaposition brings into revolution that brings transformation when you take revelation not only information yeah man i just took those those easy easy words to rhyme i just i i went in my, my t-ray mode there so discipline equals freedom i didn't make this up took it from jocko he says this all the time because it's super super important to understand so think of a think of the person that you want to become in five, 10 years, okay? Take a minute, take a minute right now. You're driving, pause this episode and just be like, okay, who do I want to become? If you're watching this right now, pause the episode. Be like, who do I want to become in five years? If you think like, dude, I'm totally cool. I don't need to improve. Uh, you're going to get a hard knock reality check by life itself. We always have to, things to improve on every single time. No, Nobody's perfect. So think of the person you want to be in five, 10 years, Okay. That person, you're never going to become that person in five, 10 years. Like if when, when 10 years come by, I can be the exact same person than I was 10 years ago, unless I actually work daily in becoming that person. Did you get that? Okay, I, I hope you got that. Because for some reason, as we talked in this last episode, for some reason, we just expect life to just kind of like hand us the opportunities as a silver platter. Like, just wait till you graduate college. Then you will be more mature, more disciplined, and more responsible. And then you graduate college, you're like, uh, nope, that didn't happen. Okay, um, wait till you get married. Because the moment you get married, that's the moment that you're actually going to be responsible enough to create a budget. Anybody? Uh, guess what? It's not going to happen by itself unless you create the discipline. So what do I mean by discipline equals freedom? Because the moment you're disciplined, you actually have the freedom to do the things that you want to do. Because usually what stops you from doing things that you want to do and actually enjoying them is because you have things that you haven't done that you have to do that you don't want to do. Well, that was a mouthful. Okay, let's slow it down. Okay, here we go. Discipline equals freedom because you can't really enjoy the things you want to do because in the back of your head, you have all the things that you haven't done that you don't want to do that rob you from the enjoyment of all the things you do want to do. Anybody else feel that way? I feel that way sometimes. So what discipline does, it allows you to, one, be disciplined enough to get things out of the way that you have to do, 
get things done in order for you to have the freedom to enjoy the things that you want to enjoy. So I'm going to give you an example of how that looks like in my personal life. So in five, 10 years, if I did the same question to myself, I want to be a person that's more disciplined. I'm going to be specific. So I want to be a person who wakes up early and I've started this now. It's been about three weeks now and that I've been waking up at seven in the morning. Now, for some people, that's like, dude, you late, man. I'm up 5.30. Early bird gets the worm. Okay, cool deal. Um, cool for you, bro. But for me, I'm waking up at 7. Why? Because I start work right around 9-ish, at least for now. And yeah, no, work starts at 9. So I have those two hours. This is the, These are the things that I want to get done. And I'm sharing this. You don't have to live my life. I'm just... Because... What I want to talk to you is not not from a place that I've done it. Like, look at this. I wrote a book called, no, not at all. I'm telling you, like, dude, this is something I'm applying in my own life. I'm 21 years old, trying to become more disciplined, trying to become a better person. So in the future, I can become a better husband. I can, I, I guess a better husband. I'm not a husband now. So yeah, I can become a better husband. I can become a better son. I can become a better father. And it all starts with, with what I do today, not with what I wait to do tomorrow. So I, I really want to encourage you. If you want to become a better person in the future, you have to start now. You have to start now. And one of the greatest things about being a follower of Jesus is that you're not doing it by yourself, right? You have the power of the Holy Spirit with you to actually make it happen who and become the person that God has called you to be. So personally, this is how it looks like. I want to become a person who's more disciplined reading the word and really like focusing on the word, not just kind of reading five pages and falling asleep and you're like, what the heck did I just read? No, I want to read the word. I want to be someone who exercises because I know that the older I get, the harder it is going to be to exercise. So I want to get in the habit. I want to stay healthy. That's the second thing. And I actually want to have time to pray. Like I'm being real with you. I want to become, have a uh, more of a habit of, of prayer, more of a habit of the word and of exercising and of just being ready and being disciplined, taking care of myself. So I don't want to start work in my pajamas, right? I work from home. It is very tempting to start work in my pajamas. Hey, if my boss is watching this, it's, I'm admitting it's very tempting to do work in my pajamas, but I don't want to be that person. So I want to be disciplined. So what does that look like? I wake up at seven I, I work out for about half an hour. I just I have a program that helps me with that, but you don't need a program. It does it. I don't use weights. I just work out for half an hour. After that half an hour, it's about 7, 7.45, uh, 7.45. I come up, take a shower. I clean my room. I get a protein shake. And then by 8.20, I'm basically done. I'm, I'm showered. I'm ready for work. And I have time to to really pray, to read the word. Now, that's a perfect morning. It doesn't always go that way. But I, I started to just create the discipline. Because the more discipline I have, then guess what? It's 9 o'clock in the morning, and I've worked out already. I don't have to think, oh my gosh, after work, i got to work out or whatever. And I, no, I've, I've worked out. I've read my word. I've gotten more focused. I've, I've, I've really surrendered the day to God. So this is how it's done. Like, it doesn't always work out that way, but that that's the ideal. So one of the things we have to understand is that discipline is not a bad thing, okay? Jocko Willink, like I said, says discipline equals freedom. Now, you might become a dis- you might consider yourself a disciplined person. But one of the things that you have to understand is okay, how do I say this? You might consider yourself not a disciplined person. You might say, dude, I'm not disciplined, man. Whatever. One of the reality checks that you have to understand is that you are a disciplined person. 
I get this all the time. I, I hear it all the time when I ask people, hey, do you like to read? Ah, oh, dude, I don't like to read, man. No, I don't like to read. What do you, what you mean? You scrolling through Instagram reading the whole thing. Like you're reading the comments. The question is, you you like to read the things that you like to read. Maybe you don't like to read your school books, but you like to read. It's just you got to choose the right thing to read. Well, it's the same thing with discipline. You can't say, like, I'm not a disciplined person. Of course you're a disciplined person. You usually go to bed at the same time. It might be late, but you go to bed right around the same time. You might be disciplined to always watch a Netflix show before you go to bed to check your phone uh, at the beginning right after you wake up or sometime during the day to take a water break. You're everyone's disciplined in some way. The question is, will you be disciplined the right way that actually helps you? And you, you might you might need to take away things in your life that are not being helpful. So one of the things I'm trying to do is not access social media in my first two hours of waking up. If you heard that, that was me almost falling from my chair because it's it's hard. It's hard. But I want to just create the habit of not being distracted. I guess even health-wise, it helps if you're not looking at the screen like right after you wake up. I read that somewhere. So that's just a little bit. A little bit of what I want to encourage you to, of those two things, extreme ownership, discipline equals freedom. And here's the last thing. You have to learn how to self-govern yourself, okay? It's up to you of, of what you do every single day. Yeah, circumstances change. Some things suck sometimes that happen. and doesn't all you, uh, Yeah, you know, it happens. But one thing that you have to understand is that you can start now. You can start today. So what does that look like? It first looks like by recognizing that you are... You are, you're part of, but you're also separate of your emotions and your feelings. So your emotions of, I just don't feel like doing anything today. I don't know. I'm just going to, I'm not going to do anything. I don't, I don't feel like it. That, that has to stop. Because when are you going to really feel like it? Once a week? Once every so often? I mean, look, the only time it's like, it's like, um, I just don't, I don't know why I thought about this example. My grandpa uh, one time bought a boat, right? And you, how many times have you bought something and never to use it again, right? You bought something. And it's like the greatest day. The greatest days of buying a boat is the is the time you buy it and the time you sell it, because a lot of times we put ourselves in commitments only because we feel like it, but we don't have the consistency to keep stuffing up. So what am I trying to say there? Listen up, because we're about to wrap up this episode, and I want to give you this practical advice. You have to start realistic with whatever discipline that you want to start creating in your life. So you want to work out, you want to read a little bit more, read one one book every month, one book every two months, three months. Don't start comparing your disciplines with other people. Like one of the things I've been trying to do is read a book a month. I kind of did it the first four months. I'm a little bit behind right now. And that's totally okay. Because one thing that you have to start is start gradually. Here, here's a very practical example. Working out 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes a day is better than working out once a week for like 40 minutes or an hour. It's actually better because your, your body actually works like a little bit like clockwork, right? Your body, the more consistently you do something, the better it actually is for your body. So that's why you have to try to go to bed at the same time, try to wake up at the same time, try to work out at the same time, because that's actually your body's like, okay, this is what we're doing. All right, all right, let's go, let's go, let's do this, let's do this. That's what you want to try to eat at the same time. So all this helps your body and you start becoming more disciplined. So start realistic. Start realistic. If you want to become a better person, if you want to start leading yourself efficiently and effectively, then you have to remember these three things. One is take ownership of the mistakes. Take ownership of the things that are wrong and then you want to change your life. 
Stop blaming other people. Stop blaming circumstances. The second thing is you have to wipe away the perspective that discipline is something bad. You have to understand that discipline equals freedom. And the last thing is you have to learn how to self-govern yourself, that you are not your emotions, that you are not just your feelings, that you actually have a will and you can decide to start creating habits and start creating the discipline to become the person that you want to be and ultimately the person who God has created you to be. So apply these principles and we'll see you in the next episode. God bless. 